Welcome to episode 14. Cannot believe it's episode 14. I nearly said that's two weeks then, but it's not. How many? Uh, four, episode 14. What's that, like four, three and a half months, something crazy like that? Um, welcome to a new episode where it feels a little bit strange, actually, that I have no guests next to me. I am on the bus on my own, and it feels... Yeah, it feels very strange. I'm currently sat in the Netherlands, at the top of the Netherlands, which I actually learned yesterday is the same place as Holland. Like, Holland and Netherlands, it's the same country. It all means the same thing. However, I think Spain overruled the country, and it was called Holland. I can't remember how it's been, like Hollanda or something like that. And then when... Um, when the country was taken back away from the Spaniards, it was then called the Netherlands. And I think the majority of people that live here now call it Netherlands, um, but they're not offended if people call it Holland. So I think I got all of that info right, but there's a little bit of a fact for you at the start of this podcast. Um, today, we are going to be talking about motivation. So I actually had a few drinks last night and I went out with um, an old friend of mine who I used to do ski season with in, in Austria. I used to perform as a musician out in Austria each year. I did three years in a row. We'd go out for a couple of months at a time and um, I made a really good friend called Ernst out there. And he lived in a place uh, in the Netherlands that I was at yesterday and we met up for the day, I had a lovely day out. He showed me around and in the evening, uh, we met up with his girlfriend and a friend of hers and just went for some drinks and whatnot. And we, it was late by the time I got back. I think it was about half three when I got back last night. And then I woke up this morning early because I've had a whole massive checklist of stuff to, to check off for today. And getting up this morning was ridiculously hard. And that's where I was kind of like starting to play with the idea of at some point we should do a podcast that is all about motivation. And then, then as it happened when we're recording today, which is actually a Wednesday. Normally we record these on like a Saturday or a Friday evening. So we're, we're early this week. And um, yeah, it, we, didn't, we didn't have a topic planned. So, so we, I threw it upon Isaac, um, Mr. Producer Isaac. I, I threw it on his, on his lap to say, let's do something about motivation. So uh, he's been planning this afternoon, thinking about what we can do. And here we are. So you can expect some talk about motivation. I've actually found an article that has like 10 reasons why people feel they are unmotivated. 10 reasons why uh, people are unmotivated and how to be motivated. It's actually a really, really good, good article. It's on um, lifehack.org. Really enjoyed reading it. So I'm going to use that as a bit of a, a bit of a skeleton to today's podcast. And um, it's going to be really interesting to have a chat with my good friend, Isaac Tyler, who I will get on FaceTime. Um, following that, we are then going to talk about the news. I think we've actually got like three bits of news today. Normally, it's just the one and we'll talk about it for a little bit. But there wasn't anything huge that came out in the news for us to have, have a talk about as a topic. But there is three bits of news that we found quite interesting, quite exciting. And we'll share those with you. We're then going to share with you uh, who we are listening to at the moment. And I think from the conversation I was having with Isaac earlier, he might have a local act. And I definitely have a local act because a friend of mine has just released a song today and I actually love it. And I'm, 
I mean, I, I, part of me wants to say I'm biased, but it's actually a really, really great song. So excited to be sharing that with you. And then we're gonna sh- we're gonna end the show with um, an affirmation card, which is basically something that we will leave you with to think about for the rest of your week. Uh, last week we had one based on inspiration, and that everybody has inspiration shouting within, and it's just a matter of finding about how to express yourself. And um, yeah, they're, they're they're just a bit of fun, but something that's like a good thinking point for the week. So. That is the plan. I'm going to get my good friend Isaac Tyler on FaceTime right now. And then we will start the show. So roll the titles and get yourself a coffee. Get yourself comfy or keep your eyes on the road if you're driving. (laughs) And uh, let's start the show. This is me. Let's begin. Isaac Tyler. Yeah, that's, 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 you, that's good. Yeah, Go you're, you're definitely there. You're definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Isaac Tyler. How are you doing? Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What have you been up to today? Sounded, how posh did I sound then? Yeah, you're like the least posh person I actually know, so... That was ridiculous. Hello, how are you? <laughs> it almost didn't even sound like you were putting a posh accent on. You just sounded <laughs> English. Oh, brilliant. I'm good, mate. I'm I'm right good, me lad. How are you? What's been guanin? Um, just guanin. When did we last speak? Um, well, Saturday? No, Sunday when we when we recorded the podcast with. Yeah, the Carl. last time we officially spoke was yeah. Sunday. But yeah, man, it was, um, I enjoyed that podcast. Yeah, it was good. It was good to have George on again. Yeah, it was nice to. Uh, yeah, it was nice to chat to him again. It's weird, like, with the setup we've got, I do feel like this is the closest I could feel to being in in the room and on the bus. <laughs> it's true. And do you know what I'm going to miss most about George being on the podcast? That I can't have um, Fat Tony in my ears. I know. How does that make you feel? Um, do you know what, George? It makes me feel sad. Well... It really makes... <laughs> Well, what, I, there's nothing I can do, mate. Do you know what I'm also really surprised at? That you've not got a coffee in your hand. I, I, I am shocked and surprised too. I couldn't, my body couldn't quite work out whether it was time for a coffee or a beer, though, to be fair. Well, I don't know if I'm, yeah, I don't know if, don't know if I'm disappointed in you that you've not got a coffee. It's very rare that I see that. I, uh, I mean, I said to I'm you, I, I just, I, I introed you last week as the guy that I always see with 50, with, with a beer in his hand 50% of the time. And if it's not, and what I didn't mention was that the other fifty percent of the time it's a coffee. It's a coffee. I oh, know. Well, I'm breaking the mold, changing the rules because <laughs> there are none. <laughs> well, um, how's the single been doing? Good, man. Yeah, the, like the response has been just wicked. Like, is it still ticking on? Have you got any radio interviews yet? None yet. Although I have, that's now what I've started with, like pushing it to radio. Like people in the UK all know, like BBC introducing are a really good platform to go through well, they've supported my stuff before so hopefully so it's all uploaded is it yeah that's going through that procedure and, and then just like having a really like think about who I know and who can who can push the track and basically just keeping it keeping it going um, but yeah man just the, the response from people thus far has been been sick good people I haven't talked to in years people I've never talked to that's what you want you want a just, good mix yeah yeah man it's been a uh, yeah, it's really good, man. It's been cool. Nice, nice, nice. Well, 
Um, I think we should crack on with the uh, time to talk section. Um, this is Me this too. is time to talk after all. Um, so what? In fact, no, hang on. I very nearly forgot to do the um, the jingle. Oh yeah, go on. Well, I mean, we've pre-recorded this, and after three, I will hit play. <laughs> no, we have not. Uh, we have. Are you ready? <laughs> we're, we're after three. I'm going to count down. I'm going to hit the button that plays it, and then and then you'll hear it for the first time. Are you ready? Uh, okay. One, two, three. Time to talk. Where were you? you? You said you'd recorded it. Yeah, it that was the that was the whole like we were going to trick people to think that it was pre-recorded I, and you were meant oh, to join. Okay, you know the. I tell you well, what. You could have told me before. All right, go again. No, it's fine. We've missed it now. No, go again. No, it's fine. Time <laughs> to three, two. One. Ta- ta- yeah, I thought, I'd ta- throw, I thought I'd throw you off there, mate. I thought I'd throw you off. <laughs> right, three. Let's do it double time. Three, two, one. Time to time talk. Time to talk. Delay is mega, 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 mega. It's never going to work, I don't think, whilst we're um, whilst we're on the phone. Because I think the delay oh, well. is too much. In fact, let's try again, oh, and I'm going to well. see if I can match up with your delay. You ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Time, Time to, to talk. talk. <laughs> Why were you stopping for me? <laughs> anyway, it's that part of the it's show. That part of the show where um, where you fill us in on the topic of the week, and um, yes, I do. And we discuss. Fire away, yes. Captain. Fire away. So this week we're going to talk about motivation and what that is. Um, I feel like it's a word that gets thrown around an awful lot. Um. And we're just gonna just have a chinwag about it. What it means to us individually, what we think motivation is, and yeah, just everything that comes with motivation. Yeah, I think specifically the bit that I'm most interested in that we should hash out a lot is um, the reasons why people feel unmotivated and where that maybe comes from. Because I think if we can mm. tackle why we feel unmotivated, which is the constant, even the most motivated people are battling, I think, uh, be, being unmotivated. They've just got better mm. techniques or they've got a better rhythm or they've got better uh, strategies to cope with it. But I think ultimately the baseline always starts with no motivation and then it's just how far up that ladder can you, bing, shoot yourself. Oh, well, nicely put. Thank you very much. Um, no problem. And that's the end of the time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wonderful podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um you are most welcome, um, Isaac. Thank you for being a guest. And I will... No, this is getting too far. Right, so I found... Um, I actually found an article that I just genuinely found really interesting to read. Um, and motivation is something... It's something that I feel doesn't... It's not that it doesn't come naturally to me, but it feels like I'm always really interested in how to improve my motivation. Or like, I'm always interested as to why I don't feel like doing something. And it's always like the psychology of that really interests me. Um, and I think now I'd class myself as a very, very, very motivated person. Um, when I was in school, I was not I was just not that motivated. And I think I worked out that I just didn't want to be at school. Like it was the school system I didn't like. And that's why I, I struggled to get up in the mornings. And um, I'm not naturally a morning person, but like I really struggled at school to get up and get out of the house. But um what about you, Isaac? Do you do you what do you class yourself with on the scale of unmotivation to motivation? Um, I'd say learning. Learning. <laughs> like it's it's a tough one, I think, because I, honestly, I don't know. I think it's a bit of a tough one because I think 
there's so many contributing factors to like what how motivated you are for something and then how the un- unmotivation can creep in mm-hmm. and i don't think it's just whether you're motivated or not i don't think there's they're not like there's so many things in between with that yeah um and i think it's just like a journey like this sounds really i already sound like a motivational speaker (laughs) this sounds like this is a journey you need to go on okay and no but i do think it is like a journey and i think like it's something that gets learned as well i do think you can learn motivation yeah i definitely i definitely i think the biggest thing with motivation is knowing like what what it means to have this conversation so what like what what do you think about specifically about motivation is it is it literally like your daily routine or is it like that working towards your goal of like your next big achievement or is it um motivation to maybe do something that's good for somebody else or like like what do you think of specifically um when you're when you're sort of rating in your mind you're thinking about your motivational levels what what are you targeting that targeting that towards i think true motivation is actually doing something you might necessarily not want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like that's I think that's true motivation. When perhaps it's it could even be incorporating something you do want to do, but it's like doing the nitty gritty stuff or doing the I don't know. Like say if you're I'm trying to think of like an example, but I think my true motivation is like getting up and maybe it could be like exercise. That's a huge one. Yeah. Lots of people, it's raining, they don't want to go exercise, but it's like, no, every bit of me don't want to do this, but I'm going to just get out of the house and go for that run or whatever. Or to maybe eat better. You know, you don't want to eat the really healthy meal that night. You want to have a pizza, but you're like, no, I'm going to... I think that's true motivation, is being like, this sucks, but I'm going to do it. But if we spin it to you, though, because I fully agree with that, if we spin it to you, because I'm going to talk personally about all these points on this... um, on this little bloggingtons that I found. So for me, when I'm thinking about motivation, I always think about my work life. Like, I'm really fortunate that I really enjoy my work. So when, when I wake up, like one of the first things I think about is what I'm going to do today towards that work thing. So yeah. that's mainly what I like. I don't really think of motivation as like getting up to make a meal or going out. I guess like going out for a run, but like just to do stuff with my day, I don't really see it as a thing I need motivation for. So, but some, for, but for mm. some people, that would be their thing. It would be like, oh, cooking a meal, or it would be like getting out of bed specifically is something they think about, or like motivation to just feel feel good, like just to be happy in the day. Like for a lot of people, mm. that's a motivation. So for me, I, it's predominantly like, what what am I going to do today towards my goal, my next goal of like life career wise? That's my daily motivational thing that I think about. Have you got one in mind that's you? Yeah, well, I think I mean my motivation is to be to be happy and successful doing music. Like, well, that's my end goal. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't really like want anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's like, yeah, there's nothing else I'm really bothered about. That sounds really bad. There's things I enjoy, but there's like nothing else that floats about really. Do you know what I mean about with anything? But then yeah. it's. Yeah, so like that's, but it's 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 weird because like I think motivation is just a really strange like thing because I think it's like it means something different to a lot of different people. I think and yeah. like I think I fully even agree. the most mo- even the most motivated people have um, definitely been in patches of unmotivation. Or the um, most successful people 
just are un- really really motivated towards work or towards just being a good person, but then they're maybe really badly motivated to eat healthily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I yeah, think yeah, like, yeah. I think you're right. I think even the most successfully motivated people are they're either they've been through those patches because I think everyone has. They've been through those patches where they're not motivated, or they currently like have. I, I actually think everybody has something they're unmotivated for all the time mm. whether or not that is going to the gym or whether or not that is going for a run i mean i'm only saying those things because that's my that's that's my thing that i struggle the most with with motivation mm. um just because i'd rather sit and make videos or make music <laughs> yeah i think it's it's weird i think with one thing with like me for gathering motivation for myself the one thing i've learned about myself and i'm getting better and i think i think again like and you learn it with time and when you're getting a bit older. But I struggle in my head to be in two places at once. Yeah. Like, I really struggle with that. So if there's something I'm doing and I know something else needs doing, it's not that I'm unmotivated to do it, but, like, I still need... I struggle to, you know what I mean, be in two places at once with that headspace, and then that kind of affects the motivation to do other things. Yeah. Until you've got this thing done. Yeah, you know what I mean? that makes sense. So, like, that's, again, that's, like, not just motivation. I think that's, like as well it's like that's not just motivation but it's definitely something to do with it yeah so i guess because i think it's interesting to talk about all these individual things so that when we get to the 10 points in this blog we want the listeners have a bit bit more of a knowledge of how we're approaching it and they can compare Mm. that maybe to themselves and then at the end of it all we can kind of like reevaluate where we're thinking so that we can then talk about maybe things that we want to personally work on based on the 10 things we've just learned what do, you, mm. what do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so for me, I'd say that my thing that I need to be more motivated for is... Um, actually, for me, a big one is I'm trying to motivate myself to be um, even more organised so that when it gets to the end of the day, I clock off. Mm. And um, find me finding motivation to actually, like just stop working at a certain time not that i mean it's not that it's something that i necessarily want to have to do every single day because there's some days like tonight i am just gonna have to work into the evening to get through this list otherwise it's never gonna get done and i've because I've, I've got a full week of meeting people till sunday today is the last mm. day i'll be able to do that but like on a daily basis i want to be able to switch off and feel guilt free about it and um find myself the motivation to to do that like successfully so that's that's like one of my big goals. And the second one for me is probably um, more exercise. So recently I've stopped, I've stopped running this last week because my knees every time I went out were like killing me. So, um, which has made me sad. So I've tried to have a, a week off running and just I've done other stuff instead. But like I want to find a motivation to have, a, have more of a healthy routine, like a health routine, like an exercise kind of thing. Um, and I'm just not giving myself, an, I'm, not, I'm not allowing myself time to work that out because I'm always finding it other stuff excuses to do other things and then I, I just never get around to planning that thing so my motivation is to get a better exercise routine so to speak even if that's just varying things every day so they're, they're probably the two things i want to work on what about you um for me i think that i think i one thing i'm motivated to do is um Similar to you, but instead of like clocking off, I need to create like more structured work time for myself because I find myself um, doing stuff like 
not, uh, not, not, not the best times, but like later at night because I do definitely work better. Like no doubt about it, I work better at night. But that's not when everyone else works. When you say working better so at like, night, do you mean creatively or do you mean like admin? Anything, anything. anything. Like I, anything I work better at yeah. night. Like just my head's like literally, I just don't even know what it is. Like my head feels. It doesn't have he's not clogged up with anything i'm just like yeah right go whereas during the day i'm like not always but i find it harder to motivate myself to do those yeah. things whereas at night i'm like yeah, yeah. i just do um but i know that I, I i can get a balance of that like i can have a bit of that but it's like doing more of it during the day when everyone else is doing stuff like that especially admin stuff like that like you need to be able to just clock in and do that during the day when everyone else is yeah. doing it um and i guess another one for me it would be the same as he's probably like exercise as well. I should, I mean, I could always exercise more. So, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a good, good, good couple of things for us to take into these 10 points and have a, a good think about and a talk about. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to begin with them. So number one is they only see, uh, so, so they basically, that this article is written in, in the, from the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the perspective of, when they say they, they're talking about like people that are unmotivated and their reasons for doing mm. things. So number one is written as they only see the bad side in anything that happens. So usually unmotivated individuals have a terrible uh, pessimistic view on their chances of success. And I thought that was actually a really bold first, first point when I first read it because I was like, okay, but what's behind all of those feelings that those people are having so if 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 people mm. are only seeing the bad side and stuff is that because of something else that's happened or is it like a low level of self-esteem like um i yeah i i don't know what the starting point of those people have of people having those uh bad sides seeing only seeing the bad side of things but do you ever feel like do you ever feel like you've been through something like that where you only see the bad side of it? So therefore, or like by bad side, I'm thinking like maybe something's just not working out. So therefore you just give up. Um, yeah, I reckon, I think everyone's, if anyone says they hasn't, they might, they'd probably be telling the truth. I think there's always something like, even if you were a kid or something where it's just easier to yeah, give up. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. Do. I remember when I was like, a kid, I was always the last person playing the game. Like I was always the one that st still really wanted to play a game and everyone else had got bored and like walked off. And it was like, it was really frustrating feeling like that as a kid because I didn't want to feel like that. Like I wanted to give up as well, mm. but I just always, I was always the last person that wanted to carry on playing like tag or whatever before everyone else got yeah, bored. Yeah, yeah. Um, before everyone gives up. But I think, yeah, I think everyone's, I think I agree with you. Every, everyone's been through something where they've only seen the bad side of things. And I think, I think that's probably, I think that's probably like the main um, reason why people do find themselves unmotivated. I mean, whether or not it's the bad mm. side of some situation, so that's what makes them stop um, doing it. So like, we both have exercise on our thing. So the bad side mm. of exercise is just that you sometimes, like when you haven't exercised for a while, the first run is like the worst ever. You just feel oh, yeah. awful. So you think of the bad side of it and then rather than just like, thinking of the good side you don't you never think oh if i go for this run i'm gonna feel really really good afterwards in fact that's the only thing that motivates me to do it now is that i think about how good i felt after every single run but it took mm. me so long to get to that point because all i was thinking of like oh this is gonna feel horrible i don't want to do it i can't be bothered i'd rather just be in the warm bus or whatever um so yeah that was the 
that's a big thing for me with exercise is thinking about the bad bad mm. side yeah it's um yeah because during exercise like some people love like exercise while they're doing it i hate <laughs> it like like i hate it I despise it. It depends what it is for me. <laughs> but, because like when I started running, I hated it. And then after about two yeah. weeks, I wasn't out of breath. And that I realized that was like a big milestone for me. The feeling of mm. being out of breath is the feeling I hated. And when you get past that, the next feeling is just like the, you run until your legs have no energy left in them to run. And then it's just all mm. a head game. It's not like a physical game. So I found that was... That was, I think reaching a milestone like that changes something. And I think actually that applies to a lot of things. So like if I'm like my general, general like work day is normally about 12 hours. Um, if I was to average it all out, it's about a 12 hour work day. And when I first realized how many things I wanted to do to be able to achieve my goals, I'd get like halfway through a day and be like, Ugh, I want to stop now. But then when you start getting used to doing a 10 hour day or a 12 hour day, I was like, oh, actually... The more I get used to it, the easier it is. So then the, the, all the bad things, all these these bad sides of everything that I was like, oh, I just don't want to do this. I feel tired or I feel sleepy. And then the more I did it, I, I, I was losing track of what those, like seeing the bad side, what things were, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, you kind of, yeah, you kind of rationalize it almost. It becomes yeah. easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I think number one is a bold, bold first one to go into. Um, <laughs> the second one they've got down is uh, that people forget the benefits and rewards, which I guess is the polar opposite of that. But I think yeah. that's a huge one. Have you got any f initial thoughts on that? Um, I can kind of speak for yourself. Does that? It's kind of like people kind of get caught up in too much about what that is they should be doing and forget like if you do it. Look what's going to come of it. I think, yeah, people get too muddied up in the the doing. Yeah, it's the hardest time is when you are in that situation and you don't actually like say you're in a new situation that you've never been in before. Um, you don't, you've never experienced what the outcome is. You've never experienced what that benefit and and reward thing is. I guess like what you were saying about mm. your general organization of your day to make sure you like schedule work time in for yourself. Um because it's all new in the last like month or so it's like the reward of that is like you've released your first single but you've not kind of had the reward back from that single as of yet you have in a sense if you've got people mm. sharing it um but that was a, in fact let's go let's use that as an example so everybody that's shared and got in touch with you for your single before that all happened it was always a, a record label that released stuff for you and like that is a new mm. feeling now of benefits and rewards so the next single you do you almost it's not that you know that's going to come but you've had that feeling before so that's going to motivate you to do the next one so much more yeah absolutely i think i totally agree with that yeah absolutely yeah. Which is, which is great. And I guess once you've already had that feeling of something, of, of some form of motivation, then the next one is like mm. so much easier. And I guess that's when the spiral effect yeah. kind of happens. It's like when you go for that first run, it feels, it feels horrible. But then once you finish that first run and you feel great, the second one then is easier because then you, you know what the end result is from, from doing that tough thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So number three, they've got, they set themselves unrealistic goals that's a really interesting one. Hmm. So do you ever set yourself goals? Um, yeah, mentally. Uh -huh. Like, 
I just have I, I think I've always known where I want to be and where I want to get to and then I've done, you know, like little micro goals if you like and stuff, but do you do Yeah, I do think it's interesting. Do you do daily goals? Or weekly goals? Not written no. So you, they're more no. like life goals. They're more like I want to be but, Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm a massive believer in, in in goals. Like every day I have a goal, I have a set thing on a list that I wanna wanna do or I know that like I, th- I think one thing that's also good is I've got quite a schedule. So like Wednesday is vlog day. So I know that I've got the deadline of I need to get a video out today, which definitely helps. Mm. It's, it's kind of, I see that as a goal. But what I've started doing is actually like, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I go into my calendar and I plan my day out by the hour. Um, so I know mm. exactly what I've got. And, and they're all individual goals. So I probably have like six or seven goals in a day that are like at least an mm. hour long. And that feels so good to tick those off. Um, and I found that's really helped motivate me for just the daily slog of stuff. Um, I'd probably say at least half of the day doing Made on the Road is stuff that I'd ideally want to pay somebody else to do. But um, mm. having those goals still feels so good when you tick them off. Like I use the little uh, reminders app on, on my laptop on, on Apple. And um, there's actually like a little tick button and it feels so good just to tick that. And then when they're all done, it's like, boom, grab a beer. Oh, Oops, sorry. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, creating the goals is great because then of the, the feeling when those goals are yeah. achieved. It's like, even if they're small little goals um, and even if they seem as if like, you know, that you're not having to think them up. You know that's just what you need to do, but if you like physically create them as a goal, yeah. once you achieve them, you're like, yeah, done. Take, yeah, it's just know, constant yeah, so, good yeah. feels, isn't it? Constant good feels. Well, I think that yeah. would be a really good one for you then. In that case, if if you don't do goals already, mm. um, and anybody else that's listening, I think I think it's probably my favourite thing to give as advice actually on this whole topic of motivation is to do the goals and like take them seriously as well. Um, to actually treat because it's hard when you're self-employed, I think, because you don't actually have a boss that's gonna. It's going to slap you around the back of the head if you haven't done those goals. So, mm. being so, anybody that is self-employed listening to this will will know the feeling of like how hard it is to find motivation to do stuff when you have got nobody that's going to be angry at you. Uh, or most of the time, if you've got clients, it's different. But most of the time, when it's just you in your office, you haven't got somebody that's being like, "Why haven't you got that done for me?" At the end of this day, you said you were going to mm. get it done at the end of the day, and it's not. And you, when you don't have that constantly, I find I think that's like. I think it's um, it's a really hard thing to stay motivated. So goals has definitely been my favourite thing, and I just I, I just do that through through um, iCal and just stick. I just plan mm. myself out a day as if somebody else is do it sorting out my day for me, and then just slowly go through it. So definitely recommend that one to you, bro, and definitely recommend that to everyone else that's listening. Number four. They do not know about mini habits. This is an interesting one actually because this is one that I think most people can't fix themselves. They need to have like a friend or they need to have a colleague or someone point these things out because everyone's got habits. Everyone's got stuff that happens in their life on a regular. And unless those things are pointed out, I guess you're never going to really know about them, are you? You're never going to know. Very true, very true. Okay, so let's do this to each other then. Give me one thing that's a habit that I do that... Might be better. Might be something that's worth my, while me like taking note of that would be better for for motivation. Maybe think about mm. like running when you've been on the bus and I've been like going out. What is there something that I've done that's maybe not? It's a big question, that. 
put me on the spot there, mate. <laughs> uh, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong. I'm trying to think. Of uh, one. I'm right. trying to think of one for you as well at the same time. Mini habits. It's hard to think of what like a mini habit is because like yeah, what classes are the mini habit? Is it like stuff that's not related to? So like the first thing that comes to mind with you, and this will probably just make you laugh because you just know what I'll say, is that you get up really late, and because and that's a habit. I'm waiting. I'm waiting you, for you to. I thought you froze. No, I you, you, you were waiting towards the mic. So I was waiting for you to I, say something. I thought you were going to crack a joke. I thought you just froze. I was like, <laughs> no, I was waiting for you to crack a joke. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'd have a clue. I'd have a clue. What you're yeah. Talking about. Well. That's because it's a that's because it's a habit, and you don't realise you you do it. You know, and this is me pointing out. But I think um, I think for me, I, I'm trying to work out like, is that a mini habit though? Is that something that is um, not necessarily related to work, but then it does affect work, like the schedule thing you're saying mm. about scheduling time every day? Do you think that um, classes as a habit? Because I don't know what mini habits is. Is it just? I mean, is it that, or is it like something like playing cracking your fingers? Yeah, I think I guess it's any anything because I guess like I think yeah, I think it probably is. Yeah. Have you have you thought of one? Uh you get up too early. <laughs> <laughs> it says actually underneath this title, when they think about getting what they want, uh they want to do something big once and for all. So when they fail to do so, they feel defeated and unmotivated. What they don't know is that to achieve greatness is about the small things that they do every single day. That's mm. an interesting and great thing, actually. I really like that. Because I, I actually, yeah, I think cool. it is. I think it's the chipping away at stuff. That's why you see, like, so Casey Neistat, the, the vlogger, how many years was he doing videos before he actually managed to have a breakthrough? I think he said that's like seven years oh, yeah, or something yeah. ridiculous. And that was yeah, the constant yeah. chipping away at stuff, constantly making those contacts, constantly... Um, yeah, just putting out videos, narrowing the craft down, and then seven years later, something happens. And I think we're in a world now yeah. where people expect things to happen, like, straight away. Um, especially, mm. like, the next generation. It's like, everything's instant. We have things on our phone, and everything is instantly in your hand. Like, any news article, any um, way of distributing and sharing what you're doing with people, it's so, it's so instant now that I think we forget about the every single day little things that most people will just never, ever, ever know about. I was having a discussion yesterday um, with Ernst's girlfriend, who I only met yesterday, and we were in town, and I was just sat... Um, I was I stood so just replying to messages on Instagram and she was like she clocked how many messages I get a day and how many I was responding to and you think about those little things and say that was like 15 people in what she saw that I'd replied to yesterday each and every one of those is a story or something that's connected to made on the road that is actually just building the brand so if you've got 4000 mm. followers on a thing every single one of those has been some sort of a connection at some point some kind of a individual story at some point as to how they are now following you. And it's all those little things that then build up to being able to do a tour or being able to, um, like you, put a single out that people are listening to. Like everyone that's listened and shared that has been a connection or a story or something behind that that has made mm. the greater good of that release being being out there and, and doing well. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. The, the little, the, the kind of the mini stories of everything as well. It's like, it's not... You didn't get one big surge of followers. Yeah. It was just every day chipping away of just building that. Yeah, because I yeah. think that's the only oh. way that people have grow at the minute. It's not like the old school days where people just woke up with 50,000 followers overnight. And um, I think that we mm. wish that we lived in a world where something like that 
felt a bit more possible. But um, I guess in your sense of like releasing the single, um, there's so many artists out there or musicians or bands that are out there that are uh, releasing their first singles and they're just expecting like Spotify playlists overnight and 100,000 mm. views overnight and plays and whatnot. And um, it's just, it's all about those little ones. Um, like I'd love for this single to be the first one that hits a million for you and it, it might be. However it's more realistic that it's a stepping stone so that even if you only get a thousand yeah. plays on it, then the next one gets 2000 hopefully. And then the next one gets 3000. It's, it's those stepping stones. And I guess we don't really have much control over it. We've just got to be aware of those small stepping stones and be aware of all the different things that we've got to do every single day to chip towards that, whether or not that's, um, I'm still on the single pink thing, but like messaging five radio people a day and five messaging five blogs a day, like after a week, that's, if we're talking a working week that's 25 radio presenters and 25 blogs I think people forget about the small thing it's very easy to do I, I do it I, I'll wake up and just think of the bigger picture I don't think of like how many videos it takes to get to a point where you have enough followers to do a tour and that kind of thing you, you mm. forget quite easily what the goals are um, any more any more thoughts on that one mate? no I think uh, I like your points mate alright I feel like you're quiet today no, I'm, I'm just listening. Listening, I'm taking listening, it. It's like, you're, it's like you're, a, it's, you're a listener today. I, it's just, it's an interesting point. So I feel like you're summing up the points. So I'm like, I ain't got much more to add. <laughs> All right, I'll <laughs> let you start this one. So um, people do not seize opportunities and therefore they remain unmotivated. That's the title of that of number five. And it says, have, That's have you noticed how demotivated people often tell you that they never get a lucky break? The truth is that they never sought out opportunities that would give them the chance of success, wealth and happiness. The secret is that opportunities are out there just waiting to be taken. They are just not simply given to you on a silver plate. Yeah, I like that one because there's... Yeah, I like that one because there's, there's a lot of... Uh... Like there's a lot of little things that um, could happen in your own life or other people's lives and become successful, or whatever. Where there were just little events that took place that they just decided to go to this thing because they thought it was a good idea or do this yeah. thing, and that was either like a big shift or like a small shift in something. So I really agree with that because it's like um, you've yeah you've just got to do some things. Like it's hard to describe. I'm trying to think of like an example with someone. Um, By the way, it's raining really heavily. I'm here. not sure, but just in case you can hear. I was, no, it. I was going to say I thought it sounds like <laughs> in my headphones. It sounds almost like we're recording this to vinyl, but I'm parked under a tree. And it's just <laughs> yeah. raining on top of the van. Sorry to interrupt your flow. I it thought does. I'd mention that in case anyone's it's wondering. It's all right, mate. No, I do think it's important to just like pounce on opportunities, and um, I think like gut instinct, you know when the opportunities are right because like. There's been opportunities where you might not have gone for them, and you think, "Yeah, should have done and that." There's so many of and those. And you as just well. all, just learn from it, and then next time something like that comes around, do it. You quite quickly know you're like, "Yeah, I should have done that." Like, yeah, I think instinct kicks in as well. Yeah, and I think that's what's good about having a team around you as well, because you then it's much less of a chance that you kind of miss out on an opportunity, um, because people will mm. point it out to you or they'll say to you like, "Have you done this? Have you done that?" Or like, "Are you doing this? Or are you doing that?" And I think a lot of the times. Um, like I used to be really, really guilty for this, is that people would suggest something to me and be like, oh yeah, that's a really good idea. And I wouldn't write it down anywhere. I wouldn't put it somewhere that I'm going to sit down and then discover it later on or like sit and have like, like now I have them, I'm so on it with my to-do list. When I'm out and about, I think of something, it goes on my reminders list and it's there on my laptop for me when I get back. And 
I used to be so guilty at just not do it. Like somebody just suggested something that was really sick and I'd never follow it through. And then later on mm. I'd be like, oh, that's a shame that never happened. And then I'd think back to it and be like, why didn't I just do that? When somebody, when somebody suggests something to me and I, I agreed that it was a really good idea, why didn't I just do it? There and then. Like, just there and now. Yeah, why yeah. did I wait, like, a month before I even thought about the fact that I didn't do it? Why didn't I do it that afternoon, like, an mm. hour later and, and uh, message such and such? Or why didn't I just, like, make that plan or, like, change... Like, we're working on the website a lot at the minute, spending a, a good few hours a day working on that. And if somebody... If, if if I have an idea, somebody suggests something about the, the the website, like I just try and do it straight away because I know that in a week's time, I mean we're getting we're getting about three hundred people come to the website a week at the minute, and I'm like that's three hundred mm. people that are going to not see the thing that I want to be really cool and and be there. So um, I think mm. that's definitely a big one of like seizing suggestions and those opportunities. Like I don't see opportunities necessarily as like a. Um, waiting for like a gig opportunity or wait, waiting for like somebody to get in touch and be like, oh, I want to play, I want to play your song on the radio. I um, I think opportunities are also like when somebody suggests something to you in the street or somebody um, suggests something that you can do differently about what you're doing. It's an opportunity for you to change what you do to make it better for your audience. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think it's it's not like just the obvious things as well. Yeah. It's the little things that are just like, just pounce on them and do them. Yeah, absolutely. Right, number six. Uh, they are unwilling to work harder. That's the one that frustrates me the most, I think. Any thoughts? I think like, I get that. I mean, that is basically a recycled version of unmotivated. <laughs> like that is what unmo unmotivated is, really. Yeah, it's making me think actually. In a sense, because like on, I've always seen it as that way. Yeah, like unmotivated people just don't work hard. But actually, is it? Like, I'm. I, it's the first time I've really thought about it. Is is being unmotivated actually that sometimes that you are working really hard, but you are just you feel unmotivated towards doing it a certain way, or like can it actually mean that? Um, say I'm rec I've recorded a certain way for many years and I'm doing 14-hour days recording songs every single day, I could still be unmotivated to just change the way that I do things, but I'm still working really hard, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, no, I get you, a, actually. A, yeah, there's a difference. It's, it's quite a, a strain on my brain to think about that. Um, but I have yeah, never thought about it. Yeah, because I guess there are, are going to be people out there who are hard-working but unmotivated as well, I guess. Supposing people are like, working really yeah. hard... But actually, deep down, they're just like, oh, man, like, I can't be bothered doing this anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are, there's plenty of people out there like that. But, so, yeah, no, fair enough. It actually yeah. says, the tendency is to consider the payoff before making all that effort. They want immediate gratification before persisting and persevering. Access to the internet at work will distract them further. One study has found that unmotivated employees are probably the majority of 64% who waste time on social media at work. Mm. That's weird, isn't it? But it's not weird, as in, like, it's interesting. 64% of people have in internet yeah, that's, access. That's high. Like, I, it, I find it strange that people are still allowed to have the access so openly to social media when they're at work. Because I often, because I work mm. from home, I often forget that people are even at work sometimes because you always have access to be able to re reply. So people reply to me and I'll assume they're not at work or something. So then 
I want to talk to them more that day about something, if they can help me out on something. And then they're like, oh, no, I'm at work. And I'm like, oh, Bluminette, you're on Facebook at work or whatever. And it's, it's, it, there's yeah, so many it. blurred lines that I think it's actually probably quite unhealthy. So like for me, I've turned all yeah, my notifications off on my social media apps so that when I'm working during the day, I'm not distracted by things popping off. The only things that come through, mm. I'm like messages where if it's WhatsApp, then it's probably because somebody wants something. I, I really just have random conversation on those kind of places. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's interesting because I know like some workplaces and stuff like definitely have like a no social media rule yeah. and stuff. Um, Would you class yourself but, as somebody that can put like do you do you find yourself distracted quite a lot when it comes to social media? Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, because I I was looking at um, in fact what's um, what's that thing on your phone where you can is it screen time? Screen time, yeah. Where you can look at how many is it? Uh, in fact, I've got it here in front of me. Downtime apps limited. Oh, I can't remember how you do it. You 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 managed to get this up the other day, didn't you? I can't do it at the moment though. Oh yeah, you're on your recording. phone, aren't you? Hot damn. Okay, well, well, that's that's one for another day. However, it's it's really interesting. But it is interesting, like if people are listening as well to try find it. If you just go into your settings and then type in screen time, um, it just gives you a breakdown like your weekly usage, your daily usage, yeah, what apps you've been using it on. The, do you know the thing that scared me the most is the amount of um, pickups I have in a day. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, wasn't it 180 it was like over or something? 200. Oh, 200. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was about 200. Yeah, that's mad. And it was like. 140 notifications a day or something. What is some? So, do you have your, what, what do you have your notifications on for? As in, like, what what, what things are they? Is it like comments or likes? I honestly can't remember. I I don't know. Honestly, can't remember exactly. I'd have to look about like what specific notifications. But then what I was thinking was like if I'm getting 140 notifications a day, but 200 like let's say about 200 pickups. There's at least 60 pickups which aren't because of a notification, which is bad. Yeah, that is high, I guess. That is really high. And I think, like, it's something I've, I think I've quite openly talked about this um, in on my social media is just, like, trying to work out um, how to how to come off social media as much as possible when your job is relying on social media all the time. Like, it's hard for me to look at that app because most of the say sales on Instagram for like 80% of the day, I'd probably say like 70% or 70% of that 80% is is probably like work or replying to messages or something. Like I'm not a scroller. No. And I think a lot of people are scrollers. Um, and I think turning my notifications off actually for like likes, for comments, all those things has actually really helped. That was something I did a while ago and it really, really helped. Yeah, it's... Um... Yeah, I think when you've got stuff coming through constantly as well, especially like I think it's so hard as well when you're like you're a musician, you're creative, who's putting stuff out in the world, and let's be honest, like deep down you are seeking like affirmation for that. Whenever that comes through, whether it's a like, a comment, or a message, your instinct is to constantly is to immediately react to that and yeah. be grateful of that as well. So that's why, like, if you're working and you're getting like likes and comments through on a video or a picture you just put up, you want to be back on that comment. You want to be back yeah. on that pitch and being like, yo, yeah, fine, it's blah, blah, blah. 
so it's all because that's why you're doing it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's and I the think that's good. I don't, I, I uh, don't think there's like a harm in that. Like, I think that's actually good. That's just, I mean, to me, that's just work. If you work on social media, um, replying to comments and re- replying to, to messages and things like that is just part of your job. It's part of your daily. And um, I think the, I think the only thing that stands out for me as a really bad thing is when people are in a scenario, in a what's the word I'm looking like an environment where it's meant to be a work environment or. Um, a, a time in the day where you're meant to be working and then you just find yourself scrolling or you like mm. pick up your phone and scroll and you, you, you just pick it up, open Instagram straight away, go on the home page and you will look at least the top five. Like that's just so much force of habit. Um, I'm very happy that I've broken that um, in terms of like my during the day work time. And But mm. I, I think that's the biggest culprit for most people is to pick up the phone and like just scroll just endlessly yeah. scroll through so many posts. No, I know what you mean. It's just so easy to do as well, isn't it? It's just... Yeah, just and it's dangerous. I think, like, I feel like we almost need to find... It would be really cool to find a way for us to, like, everybody to motivate each other for that to not be a thing. Because um, I think it's enjoyable at times. Like, it's enjoyable, I think, when you've had a really long day to just to sit for 15 minutes and just catch up with what people are doing. Like, I look through stories. Mm. I don't scroll down on the page. I, I look through stories instead. And... um like it's enjoyable at some times, but like I'm also very aware that it's something that I just don't like doing during the day because then I realise ten minutes is gone, and you mm. do that ten minutes once every half an hour, you've lost twenty minutes an hour for a ten-hour working day. Yeah. It's so much time, so yeah, much is. time. Yeah, when it's you put it like sc- it's a lot of time in it. It's scary. It's scary, scary, scary. And I think if uh, you can only be honest with yourself, I think this. In fact, this whole topic of motivation, you can only ever be honest with yourself, no matter what you say to anybody else that there's nothing to prove to anyone no. else if you say something out loud and you believe that that what you're saying is correct then that's all that matters so like nobody's going to be impressed that you do like a 14 hour working day or 12 hour like nobody is impressed with Gary V that he does like 14 to 16 hours a day like nobody really cares but if he said he did 14 hours and he found out he was only doing like 7 hours a day then it's like the only person he's kidding is himself. And I think there's a big thing with motivation where people kid themselves that they're motivated or kid themselves that they're not that person that does, doesn't work really hard. Mm. And really, like, there's nothing to prove to somebody else. You kind of... You're, I think with, with, with being in denial about motivation or lack of motivation, I guess it's only really yourself you're speaking to in that conversation. Mm. And this whole conversation here, like, no matter what we talk about... Um, it's only it's only me that I'm bothered about in my own head. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. I'm the I'm the, but only selfishly because we're we're the only ones missing out. Like you only miss out on your own life. Well, that's yeah, absolutely. Point. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I might frame that and just put that on the wall as a, a dark <laughs> reminder every day of like. <laughs> so all right, Josh, chill out, pal. Yeah, I know. There's um, actually a quote that came with that last one. Like successful people are not gifted; they just work hard and then they succeed on purpose. Hmm on their purpose of being, which is, I I really like that quote. Okay, swiftly moving on to number seven. Um, They often play the blame game. Now, this is an interesting one, really interesting one, because I think um, I've certainly got an example, but I'd like to hear maybe an example that comes to mind with you of some some situation you've been in, not the way you've blamed somebody else, but where Mm. you know of somebody that's blamed somebody else for not, for something not happening. I think there's so much of that in the industry. I think, like, that's actually, like, the worst one for, like, unmotivated people because I feel like that's even a step up from being unmotivated. So almost, like, people, when people get into that round, it's a bit delusional. 
Yeah. You know, completely. there's people you come across where like they're not that good. Um yeah. and they've not and they just get deluded like everyone else is like they're the victim and everyone yeah, else yeah, is yeah. the one messing everything up for them. And this is the only reason I haven't made it, and this is the only reason I'm like but I feel like blaming other people is even more of a step up because it's like, hang on, like then pinpoint other people out and be like, it's your fault why this isn't happening. Yeah. Or it's your f- I'm going to sneeze in a minute. I apologize. I'm it's your it's fault right, why. Oh, ha. Oh, it's on the edge. <coughs> oh, oh, oh there it is. I do apologize. It's good you've got a sock over your microphone. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, I actually can't think of anything off the top of my head as an example. Um, well, I, we obviously there's no name dropping to be happening. No, but no, like, no. I knew somebody that. that I, I've known a lot of people actually like this. The more I think about it, I can think of like. I can probably fill one hand up straight away mm. with people that have been in the same situation. And there were people that were successful in something or they, they had a really good motivation. They were busy. They were active. They were probably being well-paid and were well-respected well in, in a part of the music industry. I'm, I'm speaking music industry. but And then, like, shortly after, mm. they the industry changed. Like, suddenly people weren't buying CDs or people weren't buying vinyl or, or people weren't, I don't know, like... People were recording music on their laptops now and, and various things like that. And I just remember hearing so many times from the same people that, you know, it's just not what it used to be. And I think that's probably the worst blame game because you're, you're blaming the world for moving on. Mm. And I think off the back of that, you don't move with the times necessarily. You don't move on with the way that, I don't know, their business has changed or the mm. way that their industry has changed and because you people don't move along with it like i never thought as a musician when i was growing up i was going to have to be making or i was going to be making videos to support my music career no no, no, i think of all the things that have come from that like through my instagram and making videos there i met aj brown and then i was very fortunate to play for him supporting lionel richie like (coughs) it all comes from adapting to your industry you know and adapting mm. to just various things that are out there. So, like, video is the best way to promote yourself nowadays, so therefore hop on it. But there's so many people that have, that don't move with the times and then blame blame the industry, which I find yeah. fascinating, blaming an industry. Yeah, because there's no, like, we're blaming an industry, there's no one to specifically pinpoint, so it's just, like, they're just sour with everyone. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and we all know somebody that's sour about something, right? Yeah. Because because it's just not gone in their favour when it worked. It worked five years ago and, and now it doesn't. It's, yeah, um, exactly, yeah. yeah. And I get it's... it, like, it's tiring. In sympathy with these people, like, it's tiring to constantly have to change. And especially if you've done something for so long and you worked for so long at that thing that made you successful at what you do, to mm. then have to change again is, like, it's a whole bag of energy that's needed to change from that. Like mm. mentally, maybe physically, maybe physically in a sense of you need to learn new skills or you need to you need to adapt. Um, like I say, with me, it was video. It was learning how to edit videos. And I'd vlogged every day for a year to learn how to use a camera, learn how to edit. And that was my commitment. But if if I had to do that all over again right now, like start tomorrow daily vlogging for another year, like it's just, it would be really taxing. Mm. So I, I, I'm sympathetic with, with why the, the mentality comes with that. But I certainly think the blame game is, is, a, is a huge one. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, um, yeah, it's a, it's, um, it's a particularly kind of like, yeah. It's interesting there's, there's, that you think of that as being the, the biggest thing as well. As, I do, because I, I think topic. it's a step up from being unmotivated. I think like if you keep with that mentality, you're on the, like, 
that's that's something that even worse i think when you're just yeah, blaming everyone else around you yeah. yeah 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 in fact it's it's one thing that i've always really liked about working with you actually is that uh, there's never one time that i've ever felt like you've blamed anybody else for anything ever happening and you're quite vocal about that and it's something mm. i've i've learned personally from from you like i've learned from you with the way that you are with things like that um just to be a bit more vocal a bit more accepting and actually it does make you not you but like it makes people like more respected i think to be like that because it's mm. it's the whole thing it goes back to the whole thing of like nobody really cares like if you don't if you don't change your way of doing something people either just won't work with you or they'll just never care that you never yeah. did it so it's only you that's kind of losing out on something whereas if you just like accept it and don't do the blame game and you're like yeah i'm just really bad at doing that thing mm. then people almost respect you more i think and then there's going to be people willing to help with that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like disarming the situation. We had a big conversation about this. It's like it disarms the it it disarms people like being offended or or people just not wanting to help. If you just put your hands up and just be like, "Look, I've got absolutely no idea what I'm doing." Here. Yeah, no. I've got no idea. Then people will be like, "Oh, no worries. Like I'm no longer angry at you because now I understand. You just don't know what you're doing, mm. and I'll help you. Let's sit down and let's book it. Let's have a meeting next Monday, and I'll show you how to do it." And it's suddenly like disarmed, and then you move forwards with that. And then, absolutely. The blame game just does the complete opposite of that yeah. and you end up going backwards. It actually says underneath, it says, it is always somebody else's fault when they did not get that promotion. It's not their fault that the marriage ended up on the rocks. It's, it, was their personal, it, was, oh, it was their partner's fault, of course. The fact is that you cannot control what other people do or the way they think. Recognising that it was mostly your fault will help you analyse what went wrong, helping you avoid that pitfall the next time. Once you have done that, you will be better motivated to move on. Which I think's a good mm. way to round off round off that point, really. Yeah. Okay, three more. Number eight. They don't know how to use their time wisely. That is something that I think I think everybody that becomes motivated or, or class themselves a really motivated person has spent a serious amount of time uh, learning how to use their time. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think, agree. I think it's a and it's a it's a like it's a learning curve. I think people. Yeah, because you're not. You're, it's not something you're taught. I don't think necessarily. No. You're either forced into it by having a job, for example, um, where you have to literally be organised, and somebody else is putting that pressure on you, or you learn the hard way. Like you learn by like. I mean, like, for me, it was listening to Gary Vee, and all the time he was just like, five minutes that you sit doing nothing is five minutes wasted on working towards your goal, and. Um, mm. Like he was just he he's he's really good. If anybody doesn't listen to Gary V um, uh, podcasts or whatever, and you want to be motivated just in life in general, and you want to learn about management, time management, and um, how to build up yourself in in whatever career you're doing, like he is so good and so good at like motivational speaking. He's just um, yeah, he's he's really great, and he talks about this all the time. Like he really hates people that just waste time or aren't willing to commit their time wisely. Mm. Yeah. I think it's a big one, definitely a big one. It says underneath, it says, these are lots of ways to manage time better. Oh, sorry, there are lots of ways to manage time better, but unmotivated people tend to be time wasters. They cannot schedule very efficiently and always procrastinate. Time is elastic. Stretch it so that you can get more out of it. Once you conquer the time management problem, you will become more motivated because you can praise yourself for achieving what most people find really difficult. Taking credit for your achievements is a great way to stay motivated. Mm. And I think that's very true. I think... Um, most people, the majority of people would, would, I would say is are not motivated or struggle with motivation because of time management. 
Mm. Um, and it's something that I think we should all be taught a lot better, to be honest. Yeah, like no, you're kind I agree. of You kind of taught it through the school system that you have like set times to be somewhere and you've got to, you've got to make sure like there was always the people that were doing their homework at the very last minute, like in register before the lesson or yeah, like their yeah. break time <laughs> or even like on the way to class. Um, there was always those people and like that is I guess like a, a, a prime example of um, a bad time management that we, we have, we've all seen or been in a situation where you're doing your homework the, Absolutely. the, the minute before, <laughs> before class. Was that a regular, regular for you? Um, I'd, I'd basically, I didn't really ever really do the homework anyway so I can't say I was a... <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit of a nerd with my homework, actually. Um, oh, I was the complete opposite. Yeah, see, I got when I got home, I did it straight away. And thinking about it, actually, like I feel like I've really worked on my time management recently. Mm. But when I think back, um, like I, I used to get. I think I clogged pretty early on that if I got home and did my homework straight away, I'd be finished before Simpsons. Fair play, you worked it out. <laughs> so Simpsons was my motivation. <laughs> Fair play, well, you gave yourself something to be motivated for, so... Yeah, in a, but in a way, you'd never think of it that way, though. Like, I've never no. thought about the fact that Simpsons was my motivation in that situation, and that I could sit and watch Simpsons but, knowing yeah. I didn't have to do homework after it. Absolutely. Like, and you gave yourself something done. to be motivated for. Yeah, amen to that. A bloody man. Amen. Have you got any time management tips? Um, I've actually just didn't know something time management wise of I'm getting picked up in um I'm alright, I got to a quarter, quarter to eight. We've got we've got ages, I've just realised what time it was. I panicked then. I thought it was half past. Well, no. I found that really, really funny that that could have been a bad situation on the topic of <laughs> which, time management. Which would because I literally thought about it and then went, speaking of time, I wonder what time it is and I went I saw it went I was like, Oh what? I was like, No, it's alright, it's alright, <laughs> fine. Um I just think like Time management is just—it's. Do you know what it is? It's blooming boring. It's time management. Like it's so boring. Yeah. Really, when you boils down to it, it's annoying and boring. But it's just such a necessity. And I think the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Therefore, the less boring it is. It's just a necessity. And it's easier when you've got other people helping. Like one yeah, thing with, we're trying to do because we share a diary for Made on the Road. And one thing we were literally talking about yesterday is putting everything in the diary that we need yeah. to do. So we've got a checklist and then um, Isaac has been starting to put his stuff in the diary. It's like, starts with Isaac dash, uh, write up the blog post for the podcast or whatever. Mm. And then blocking that time in. But I find it easier. Like if, if you would, if you do the same with me, like you've booked in some podcasts for us to do when we go back to the UK, it's easier i find it easier and much more motivating when people are like helping you do your time management mm. like if you know if, if you've got if, if you know that somebody else knows that you've booked something or, you, or you've got something booked in at five o'clock tomorrow you're a lot more likely to keep to it yeah absolutely and, yeah yeah and especially if you've got people to let down as well i think that's, a, that's, that's a, a massive one, one. That's if you've got someone... if you've let somebody down then you're probably so much likely less likely to let them down again yeah no absolutely all right number nine they don't believe that they are talented that's a that's a that's a big one actually. I mean, think about how many musicians you come across on a daily that like are incredible singers and they just don't put stuff out because they're just not confident in mm. what they they are doing. I f- yeah, I feel like um, hmm. Wasn't there a quote recently from someone? Who was it? Was it Timberland? Or was someone like that that said the biggest tragedy is people that don't know they're talented? Yeah. 
Well, I think I literally saw it yesterday. If somebody can help me with that one, I don't know where that. I don't know who said that. Um, I saw it on something recently. It might have been. It wasn't Will Smith. Yeah, sorry, mate. You were about to say something. Um, no, it's a it's a weird one. It, it's there's so many people out there who don't think or know they're talented but don't know how talented they are. And I guess it does. It links into motivation, but then I think there are also like other issues there where people, a lot of people, are very underconfident in their abilities, and that yeah. all seeps into the motivation um, or self-conscious. And yeah, it's sad. I mean, the amount of people out there who are incredibly talented that um, will sadly probably never get heard. Yeah, um, there's a lot of them around. And it's sad because there's so many people that want to support them. I mean, I guess yeah. that's a big thing of what we're trying to do here, isn't it? Meet up with people and 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 like give them a platform to put some stuff out yeah. and, um, where there's no judgment involved. And actually, most of it goes back again to like most people don't care. No, like, no, no. If you put stuff out, I mean, how many people have put out a really bad, like famous people have put out a really bad song and then like two days later, everyone's forgotten. Yeah. If they released another song two days later and it was a banger, everyone's forgotten about the last yeah. one. That's crap. <laughs> yeah, innit? And, not, and <laughs> right. not everyone's perfect as well. There's plenty of artists out there who do stuff that's better than the last work and some's not, but... Yeah, it's absolutely. People or, or, like it. the, or people that just do a bad performance. It yeah. happens. Oh, yeah, I mean... I mean, we've all, seen, we've all seen a bad Britney Spears gig. Yeah, I mean, quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number 10. This is... Um, this is what I think is the biggest culprit of lack Ooh, of motivation. Drum roll, please. We kind of already touched on it, to be fair. Um, they rely on social media. Research of students use use of social media has pointed out, and there is a pointed out that there is a reduction in creativity, less practice in writing skills, and an increase in multitasking for these students. All these factors have contributed to lower grades and poor academic performance. This may be one reason why many become demotivated. Mm. Everybody is prone to being less motivated by the appearance or success of others, flaunting their status on Facebook. As the image so vividly illustrates, maturity comes when you stop posting every detail of your life on Facebook or Instagram. That last point is very interesting because... I do think that's true. Maturity, that kind of thing of like not having to share everything. Although there's plenty of blooming adults who feel they have to share everything yeah. on Facebook. But they're normally people who you know they're that type of person. And you're like, yeah. mm, all right, just get off Facebook for a minute and stop telling me about this. Like, do you know what I mean? But I do yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I think, I think social media can motivate people in plenty of ways. I think yeah. it's a good force for motivation in plenty of ways. But... The maturity is important to be able to know how to use it to motivate yourself. I think that's, yeah, yeah, definitely. And actually, to see people as inspiring rather than see them as, um, like, left, as as somebody that's actually going to demotivate them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if I have somebody that I notice, I keep going back to, and I'm like, oh, look, this, this they've put something else out that's really great. Oh, it's done really well. Like, I just unfollow them, even if even if I like them. Actually, I've started like just unfollowing them if i see something that makes me feel like a bit jealous or a bit frustrated that i'm here grafting and doing all of this and all that and somebody else just come in and just done something that admittedly is great mm. and they're getting all the views or they're getting all that um attention so i say for whatever they've just done i'm like i did it recently i messaged them and i said somebody I, I won't name drop but i messaged somebody and said what you're doing is like really sick and i think like I'm, I'm just so happy that like something's pulled off because I know you've been working at this for a long time, and I think there was two more posts that were doing really, really well, 
And um, I was just really frustrated that it happened. And I actually just unfollowed it because when I'm busy, the last thing I want to see is other people that are like more successful. I know mm. that sounds really silly because sometimes like there's loads of people I follow that I really look up to that are more successful. I'm trying to dig myself out of a hole here because I'm trying to say this correctly so that it's, it's understood properly. I know what you're getting but, at though. But there's some people that I that make me feel less motivated and make me feel bad about myself. And yeah, then there's, there's some a difference people... between motivation and inspiration and just uh, I don't need to see that right now because it's just reminded me of where I'm not. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and actually, you can't put a finger on it. No. Because there are people that like have huge followings and are really successful because of whatever they've done and they've done a really good job of it that actually just really motivate me. And I'm like, I want to be there, so I'll carry on looking at their posts. And I actually don't know the difference between the mm. two. I don't know if it's their personality that just like really switches me on and off. I don't really know. Um but I think to a majority, it's a really big thing. Yeah. Is that we follow so many people that just everyone's like... And to the point where um, people don't realise that they're human on the other side of it. Mm. So, like, if they do something or they're upset, most people won't reply. Like there's, there's big people that I really, really respect and follow, and I've never messaged them. I've never said, ah, oh, chin up, if I've seen them with, like, no. a story where they're just really upset about something. Because I, I, I'm i guilty of it myself, is I just think, like, oh, there's 100,000 people that have probably messaged them saying the same thing, so yeah, I don't need yeah. to. Yeah. And actually, there's probably, like, there's only two people that have maybe messaged them, and you just don't know what's behind that door. Mm. Like, if somebody's reaching out to be able to, like, connect with them is an important thing, I think. No, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with I agree with everything you've said, George. Good. <laughs> um, I'm really interested to hear everybody else's thoughts, though. I mean, especially, we. I think we've all heard the social media yaga jaga, and we've, you know, we've talked about it already, about, like, mm. picking up your phone and getting distracted by scrolling and all the, all the rest of it that comes with that. Um, but any of those 10 points, if anybody wants to um, check out that, blog post i will make sure um we'll, we'll link it in the blog on this in we will link it i can't speak we will link it on this podcast write up um so that you guys can go read it there's a lot more info that i haven't read but there's loads of links to great books and things for every single part um every single step of this thing that they've linked like at least two books i think for everyone mm. so if there's something in particular that is like really that connected with you that's something you feel like you do um, whether it's time management or whether it's social media or people don't feel they're talented, I definitely recommend this blog. There's a lot of um, good steps. Um, in fact, there's one quote that I didn't read out about the people don't believe they are talented. I think it's really good. Uh, Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Mm. I find that really interesting. I really, really I like love that. that. I think, you think of all it. the people that are successful that have done so many businesses that have gone under. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that's a real that nice um, round off for that as well. Just like, there's like a nice thinking thing as well of like, because I think that could help just that quote in itself when you actually think about it, you're like, hmm, yeah, like that could help motivate me myself by just thinking about that and going, yeah, I don't want to be one of them. That sounds really aggressive, but I don't want to be that person who's let doubt makes me not happen. Yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite quotes, one of my favorite quotes that keeps me motivated to the five, six things that are a bit of a slog every day to do, is success is a series of small wins. Mm. I love that. I think that's just, like, so true. Like, no, think about I... how many songs Beyonce wrote before she wrote The Good In. Yeah, exactly. I mean? And it's just that series of small... Uh, series of small wins make success. Mm. I love it. No, I like that's that. a good one. All right, then, mate. Shall we swiftly move well, on we, to? I was going to say we we got into that section, mate. We, we were... did, mate. That was. I feel like this is the most serious podcast we've done it in is. ages. I mean, that was a good like hour and a bit talking about that, but I feel like it's important to 
spend time on that section because it's such a varied thing and yeah, means something to a lot of people, this motivation, because you could not have a creative bird in your body and this still is just as important to you as it yeah. is to a creative person or whatever. Absolutely. I'm like... I get really deep in it. It's the, I think it's the thing I've just worked on the most in my life, so I feel mm. really passionate about it, like trying to find a way to mo- motivate other people um, and like just have that conversations. And like I would love one day to be able to have conversations with people about how to help them with their career in some way, shape or form, almost like a, <laughs> like a consultant, I guess, of like... Mm. Um, I'd love to be able to have enough experiences one day to just te- maybe just to teach my kids and be like, well... I, as an observer, I think you should work on this or you could do this or like, have you thought about doing this? Or like, what do you think you need more motivation with? And just open up those questions to let them just talk about themselves. Like, I'd love to do that for a job at some point. Mm. Oh, yeah. Really fun. So right, I mean, that's why I get really deep into it. Right on. Right then. What news have you got for us then, mate? So oh, wait, news... hang on. We've, we've got to do the jingle. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. I'm going to count to four. I realise I count down from three and it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't really help that. Music always counts in at four unless it's a waltz. Okay, count. let's do a waltz. No, go on. Time for the news, yeah? That's what we're yeah. going to sing. One, two, three, four. Time for the news. This delay is so bad. Um, so we agreed there's nothing massive, massive happening that we could talk about for any length of time or would really be that important, in a sense. Yeah. This sounds really yeah. bad of setting up the stories we now have because they are important and interesting. But it was not yeah. a big event, so we decided to just sprinkle a few different ones. So the one that... Uh, something you brought for George was um, yes. Mark Ronson has come out and said something along the lines of about immediate streaming and how he actually thinks it's um, beneficial that people are now just doing singles and not albums. He used a couple of artists like Billie Eilish and Drake as good examples for them. Um, and it's something I think that we've both agree with in a sense. Like, yeah, I don't want to be doing an album anytime soon because stuff like that and. Um, you know, you're doing the album, but as like a collaborative thing. So it's almost like they're almost individual singles in themselves as like a reason and a purpose. And it wouldn't, it'd be weird if you released singles. Yeah. <laughs> you're with it, this, do you know what I mean? It, yeah. I think the end, it's interesting because literally the, the, the vlog I filmed today and put out today is um, literally talking about this. Mm. It's talking about, I've had quite a few people that have asked, when's the album going to be out? And I'm just kind of sat saying like, I don't know exactly how I'm thinking about putting it out as an album. Because mm. I think there's like maybe six to eight really solid tracks on there that are good singles. Like I look at a single as a song that can stand alone. Mm. And I think there's a lot of tracks for albums that you'd never release as singles, but they add to the story. But mm. they they rely on that story for them to be good songs, if that makes sense. And I think we've got a, a, about half the album is that, that need to be part of a collection. And then there's half of the album that can be released as singles. And that means there's eight tracks that I'm thinking, oh, not exactly eight, but let's just say it's eight tracks that I think could be singles. And um, yeah, I, I kind of want to make use of them being singles because ultimately releasing a song a month for eight months is going to be a better drip feed of um, just constantly just smashing out songs all the time. I just think that's that's a better way to do it. And, and this is what Mark Ronson's talking about this week. He is a really interesting report actually on the BBC where he says, you've got to move at the speed of inspiration. And now that means that you might only have one song a year come out. But what he later then in the, in the article speaks about is how Ariana Grande, for example, um, w- there was only five months between her releasing one of her albums and then she released her next album. Like five months is nothing. Mm, it's nothing. Um, and, it, and it became massive. 
It was a huge album and we can do that. We can deliver music literally overnight. We could write a song today, record it, and in theory have it out in the next few days, like on yeah. all major platforms. And that's just unheard of. And people like Billie Eilish and Drake have been dropping just singles um, mm. mainly. Like that's how their careers started. It was single, single, single. And then, yeah, they might drop an album at the end of it, but you've pretty much heard all the songs on that album. It just means you can listen to them all together. Oops, sorry, mate. Which I think... Um, no, it's all right. You went blur. You went blurry. Yeah, no, it's um, it's it's kind of just where the industry is, and it's where it's going. And I don't dislike it. I have to admit, I do like albums. I think there's something special about albums. But yeah, it's again, it's if anything, a little bit about what we're talking about in the motivation thing. It's like it's where the industry's going. It's not one person who's made the decision. You can't blame one person. It's just it's where the industry's going. And yeah, um, I actually it is. A good way to follow that motivation that well that inspiration like you can just re- concentrate on making one track as good as it can be and not trying to kind of like craft an album in a sense so yeah i think yeah yeah, yeah and um he says if you have the amount of music and it feels right and you can just put it out that's great we're in an era that you can just do that mm. and i think it's i think it's true it's almost like songs are now becoming um like bite-sized bite-sized bits of content like mm. you would post on instagram but like people are actually able to release songs now, which are treated just like content, like social media content. It's interesting. Yeah, it it would have never been in a time like that. No, I agree. It's um, it's definitely a different time. It's definitely something that's evolving as well, and it'll probably change in the next three years. Who knows? But yeah, I wonder. I wonder what it's going to be in ten years' time. I wonder what like just the standard way that people are releasing songs is, and how how long. I remember there's there's one thing like. It used to be 12 weeks as like a promo promotion up to like an album release. Mm. It was 12 weeks to do all of the promo. And now I think it's, I think it's, they recommended like two weeks. You can do a, like a good bit of promo and get stuff out. It's, yeah, it's, the thing is like, it's, it's weird because there's so much work and time that goes into an album. Like so much. Yeah. That you then need all that publicity around it. Don't get me wrong, you need it around a single and stuff, but just, you know, if you're doing, if you're doing like a 12-track album every couple of years, that's so much time and effort that you will yeah. still put into the singles, but into just one thing that then means everything. Like, all your eggs in one basket, basically. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, that it's scary. Mega. That's scary. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Okay, next bit of news that I found and uh, that came up. Taylor Swift has just topped the Forbes list of the highest earning celebrities. Ridiculous. Absolutely, Absolutely mental. ridiculous. She, at the age of 29, she made $185 million last year. <laughs> Since like, 1st of June 2018, she's earned $185 million. And that's that, and we're moving on because um, that makes me feel sick. That's just. That's just mega, absolutely mega. Even Kylie Jenner only earned 170 million. Well, she's, you know what? Someone needs to help that girl out. That's disgusting. <laughs> Someone buy her a bag of chips. How can she live on 170 million a year? That is, what world you know what are we living in, in? Do you know what I find interesting though about that is, has Taylor Swift even dropped anything in the last year? No, I, bet I mean she's like song wise. Like... I don't mean like a phone. <laughs> I wonder if she's got like businesses and stuff and I don't know but no you're right she's not dropped anything mega has she I mean I assume she's been gigging but I, I don't think she's dropped an album or anything so that's not album sales that means she's that's just gigs and merch and fan stuff. that's crazy isn't it 
Yeah, that is mad. Um, you had a third bit of news, I think, this week, did you? I did. It wasn't like news news, and this is one of the reasons why we didn't use this as one of them. It's more like, see, it's something on the side, but I went to go see the film yesterday, a couple of days back, where... Um, oh, I wish you saw it yesterday, pal. We... Two f- is it two... good? Because you never told me you went to see it. Yeah, no, it's actually really good. Not you have Although, to tell like, me everything, that's weird. It'd be really yeah. funny if you just go up to the desk and go, can I have two tickets to, uh, for yesterday, please? Like, <laughs> huh? Um, what do you mean? <laughs> but but um, it's like typical, it's how you think it would be. It's a bit like, it's not the, it's just a feel-good story, right? It's funny. Right. Uh, What's it Ed about? Ed Sheeran's really funny. I haven't watched it. The story I basically revolves it. around like a struggling singer-songwriter ready to give up, who then this thing happens in the world and he's the... Yeah only one who knows who the Beatles are. So he then starts to write all the songs as in, like, he's pretending he's writing all the songs. And I just thought, as right. songwriters, it's like, it's a really interesting, like, just a fun thing as well. That's like, a great plot twist. Whoever came up with that idea, very, very fun. In it? It's brilliant. And it's like, um, it's like, would you do it as a songwriter? Like, I would. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I would. Uh, but... Yeah, it's just an interesting like argument. How like would you would you do that? Would you take them songs and pretend that they were yours if you knew you could get away with it? I, it's actually a really hard question because like part of me like heartedly wants to be like, yeah, I'd do it definitely, and then the next part of me would be like, but what's it? I wonder what it's like without getting too deep in it. I wonder what it would be like for that guy. I don't know if you find out in the film. Don't spoil it. No comment. No spoilers. But, but like after a year or after two years. I feel like it would just be really depressing. Like, you, yeah. you, you'd just be constantly reminded that you are not a good enough writer. So yeah. therefore, you've had to steal everybody. It's basically like slipping into somebody else's identity. Like, I would do it, but I think I would stop enjoying it quite quickly. Yeah, you'd probably regret it, wouldn't you? It'd be one of those things, like, if you didn't think about it, you just went into it, you'd regret it. Yeah. Very good, though. And what, what would, out of, out of 10, what would Ooh, you 10. rate the film? I'd give it a solid 7.2. You've got to. I found the point two very interesting. Then you've got to go in there knowing what type of film it is as well. Like, it's not a period drama piece that's going to blow your socks off with like the acting. <laughs> and, although it's good acting, just like it just makes you smile, feel good film. Leave your judgment at the door. No, I'm joking. But like you know, stuff stuff happens <laughs> where you're like, it's a little unrealistic and stuff. But it's just like it's just fun. It's a good laugh, and just it's as a, a songwriter. All right. As a songwriter, it was just a very interesting film. I enjoyed it. So go watch it. I think when I get back to the UK, I hope that it's still in the cinema and I might I might, might take a wander down and see what I can find. See if I can find a good cinema. You should do that. Um, I've uh, We've got the new section, the next section even, which is the most popular section, which is who are you listening to? Hey, up. We need, a, we need a, like a who are you listening to? I we said like who a, are you listening to? Da, da, da. Yeah. Exactly. Something Amen. Like that. Well, Mr. Isaac Tyler, who are you, who, who you blaming listening to? Wouldn't, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, well, I would, actually. Oh, okay, I'll tell you else. then. Um, there's a fella I found, now I have to admit, I know nothing about this guy. I feel bad, because I am going to research him a bit more, checking, but I've literally cool. recently discovered, I know nothing all about him. He's not local or anything. Are you going to research him before we um, record the podcast? You are, sorry? Oh, are you going to research him before we record the podcast? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, no. Because, <laughs> <laughs> to be truthful, we said we were like, right, we're doing the podcast today. I didn't have anyone, yeah. but then I've just realised I was like, right, who am I actually listening to? 
And this is who I'm yeah. listening to. But I don't know anything you're about gonna him. You're going to... Because you're responsible for putting the little post out on uh, I will Made put on the Road stuff Instagram. about him in you're the You're going to have to tag him in. No, I was thinking more, you're going to have to tag him into this and then he's going to have to listen to this podcast and you have absolutely no idea who the poor soul is. Well, I'm sorry, Mark Wilkinson. Um, I know you're a man with a bit of stubble because that's what your Spotify <laughs> picture's got in it. You've got a lovely voice <laughs> and a lovely song. The, the one song I found on Spotify song in, yeah. called Thought Fire. You'd Be Around. And like, it's just real nice, like acoustic kind of love song, but... His voice really like just grabbed me, like got a nice bit of soul in there, and uh, just nice, nice songwriting. And it was one of them where I just had it, you know, on shuffle, stuff like that. It just popped out. I was like, yeah, I really like. It. So it's definitely someone I'm gonna delve into more as well, find out more about him, and see what else he's got. But it's just one song that jumped out at me, and I would highly recommend as a nice, nice summer song. Big. I'm gonna go away and listen to that whilst I cook some dinner after you this. You should. Sounds. Rather lovely. Well, I've been listening to um, uh, an old friend of mine, actually, who I haven't seen for a while, but we have we keep saying we're going to write together, and her name is Gracie Convert. We had one little writing session in a in a bedroom. Um, how long ago? Like maybe three years ago, and it, we never did anything with it. And we haven't seen each other since, just because lives have gone opposite ways. But when we when I when we come back to the UK, um, we need to write with her. Mm. And um, she's just dropped a single. I didn't know she was going to drop one, actually. I knew she was working on some music. And it's called I'm Fine. And honestly, the beat on the, the chorus is a big vibe. Sweet. It's a I'll very good out. song. It reminds me of, like, Sinead Harnett. Yep. Um, who else is in that same kind of realm? Um, yeah, she's in... Sinead Harnett's probably, like, the best. Mate, have you heard the new Katy Perry song? Of. I have. Isn't it weird? Who's it with? Du, 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 du. I can't remember the chorus goes. I, I was like pleasantly surprised at that. Like I don't like dislike Katy Perry by any means. I think she's pretty sick, but like that's a, it's a vibe. I can't remember what it's called. I swear, didn't she didn't she work on it with somebody like Massive? It's not the one she did with Zed. It's the one after that. Ah, uh, maybe it's the Zed one I'm thinking of. No, I check it out though. It's sick. It's really good. Like proper good poppy dance do. kind of tune. Crikey me, you snuck in another who you're listening to at the moment. Yeah, I know. Call me George K. Very, very sneaky of you. Very, very sneaky of you. Um, just so you know, that Katy Perry song is called Never Really Over. Never Really Over. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. It's a, it's a big one. Um, also, wait, Never Really... It wasn't out that recently, though. How recent? Well, it was like it was like a month and a half ago. Um, really? Really? Yeah, yeah, believe it or not, 31st of May it came out. Oh, yeah, we see, it's only, it's only cropped up for me on, like, hot hits and stuff, so that's... Yeah. Yeah, it's just creeped its way around. Yeah, right then, mate. Well, um, have you got anything you want to leave people with before I before I leave with an affirmation card? Even if it's just, like, where you're going tonight? Like, what you... What's, what, what do you want to leave... What do you want, what, what do you want I'll to leave tell you, I'm going to, meet, going to my girlfriend's house, isn't it? She's picking me up in, like, 15 minutes, pal. Of which... Just having I'm a chill, to... chiller, are you? Well, we're going to chill, and then I've got a bit of that. I've got some of that blog post to write up, pal. And I won't, I won't let anything out of, the, cut out of the bag with that. It's going to be a little surprise one for that. Keep hey. your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes, um, keep your eyes peeled. And you've, and you've got this blog to write about about this podcast as well. Sure have, mate. It's going to be Merry Blogmas. Merry Blairy Blogmas. In fact, I'm, I might even write the one for this. 
because I re- I'd quite enjoy writing about motivation and all that. Interesting. Maybe we could do a two-parter. Oh, that'd be good actually. But yeah, we, like, we are. Well right. But then we argue in the blog of like, no, Josh, shut up. <laughs> that would be really fun. Actually, no, it would be good to do one though because I'd just genuinely like to write a blog about um, motivation. And, and then, then I'll can write one that's more. I'll I can still up, tag the. the I'll fill up the it. edges of it, and you just write the you write the meat and the bones. I don't know Ooh, what I'm talking about. I have to make get the affirmation cards out. Right, they're out. I've just picked one. Although, do you know how good it's going to be if it's motivation? It's not. It's gentleness. Oh, oh interesting. Um, there's a the picture is a little cloud with a smiley face, and it's nice. got legs. Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, um, the Wicked Witch of the... No, it's not the Wicked Witch of the West, is it? In, um... Oh, what's the Yellow Brick Road? What am I on about? What's the, who's Yellow Brick Road? Do you mean the line, the, 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 no, no, um, yeah, the line of the Witch in the Wardrobe? No, not... Yeah, it's the Line of the Witch in the Wardrobe, innit? The Line of the Witch... No. Is it? No, We've... who's got the Yellow Brick Road? Father, the Yellow Brick Road. What's yeah. the name? Dorothy. Yeah, Dorothy Line the Witch in the Wardrobe. No. What's... When she's like, I want to go home. Per- Dorothy... Dorothy Perkins. Um, it's the anyway, which in the wardrobe. Those, no, it's got it? those stripy. The cloud has got the stripy. I don't know if it is. I'm oh no, I feel mad. so bad people, that it's people not. Are like, people Hang are on. screaming at this podcast, being like, "How can you not know?" Hang on, I'm going to find out. We've just lost all credit. All of the all of the five star ratings that we've currently gained have just vanished off Apple. They've gone. Anyway, uh, this cloud is wearing red and white stripy tights, um, little boots on, and he's got one hand in the air and one hand around his little... Oh, my, oh George. Oh, my cloudy days. hip. Oh, my days. You're Go going to kick yourself so bad. It's the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. That's what oh, I said. Oh, my days. Sorry, right. Go on. So, yeah, you know the witch that gets crushed underneath her house or whatever at the beginning? Yeah. In Aladdin. Didn't... Didn't... didn't yeah, didn't she... Um, didn't she have stripy legs? Like red and white stockings. She does indeed, That's all you Correct. can see poking out the bottom. Yeah. So I can remember that, but I can't remember the name of the bloody film. Right, gentleness. I speak with gentleness and I listen with gentleness. Hmm. I align with the gentlest part of myself and I take joy in being receptive, open and unafraid. I am like a baby deer whose best friend... Is a, ba- is a baby elephant. I like that. It's a cute little thing. The baby elephant wraps its little trunk around my shoulder and while we lie gently down on the grass, daydreaming and talking about what sort of humans the clouds look like. I mean, that's the most random card. Very random. But I, I think it's basically talking about, like, being in harmony and, like, just being gentle with the people around you and just being willing to accept other things into your life. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to... Text the description thing with a bit of pinch of salt, but the word-wise, like we've always said it about people, I've always tried to have this as a rule, is just being like kind and gentle to people uh, is like just the best way to be because you have no idea, A, you have no idea what other people are going through, what's happened to them that day, that week, that year, and also like, and not in like a hippie kind of way, like although if you believe in any of that, absolutely fine but i do believe like what you put into the world you get back but for like a sign in like more like a you know you're kind and like generous and gentle to people they will be to you and also when you're in need and you need something those people will be there for you so absolutely just becoming kind to each other in it that's all it is just be nice to people just help people out as much as you possibly can and be real as well 
I think being real with people is um, a really big thing. In fact, um, one of our team, we were talk. I was talking with this morning, and um, he he was asking a certain thing, um, and I couldn't give him a certain answer. Like I couldn't help him with a certain situation because we aren't in that situation that I can help him yet. Mm. Um, but I was just like really conscious that I had. I wanted to be real. I wanted to explain myself with him, and then. Um, it didn't become a situation. It didn't become a problem or anything like that. And actually just being open and being real about it, um, I think is just a good way to build relationships up within your Amen. thing. And personally as well, like friendships yeah. and stuff. Just be real. Like if something if something's a problem, communicate. Just talk to it. Communicate. Just talk. If you if somebody hasn't done something, just just tell them. They might be a little bit annoyed that you haven't done it, but they'll be less annoyed than if you told them you had done it and then realised that they hadn't. And then there's only, I think there's only just... one time... Sorry, go on. That's right. You fire away, Captain. I said there's only one time you shouldn't be gentle to your fellow human being, and it's if they put pineapple on pizza. I was going to... Do you know what I was thinking? Is if one person buys... <laughs> genuinely, I was thinking of a night out. If somebody buys a pizza and doesn't share... The slice with you, you you're oh. allowed to get violent with them. Or says when you pull up somewhere and goes, "You pay for the taxi, I'll get you a drink inside." No, no, <laughs> no more gentle Isaac. It's, I just find it really funny that we both thought about pizza and probably <laughs> pizza at night out. Fantastic. So. <laughs> it's probably because we're hungry, so I think we should probably round off there. Round off like be a happy pizza because this like is round pizza. Round off. Uh, he's going to be really happy because this, this podcast is currently an hour and 37 minutes on our wow. end. I mean, we've got to trim the little beginning down and make sure it's neat and tidy, but that's a that's a big old podcast. It's a lengthy old podcast, is that? So those of you that are listening, I really hope this has been useful in some way, shape or form. I hope you found it really interesting. I almost want to apologise that it's been really serious, but I think it is just kind of a r- very real topic. It um, is, yeah. So next week, I think let's have something a bit more lighthearted, but yeah, I, if anyone's I have got actually any... very much enjoyed it. If anyone's got any suggestions as well, because we've got a good bit of time now until next week's podcast, we're going to think yeah. of stuff. But if anyone's got anything like super like funny or lighthearted they want us to talk about, fire away. Yeah, and um, hopefully most people here will have the emails in some way, shape or form that you're sending out. And do you know what? I think we should encourage people to get in touch with, with the emails a bit more. Like, let yeah. us know. Let, just send us your email. We'll add you to the little list and you'll hear from Isaac. And... Um, You'll you'll be able to yeah just enjoy your words of wisdom, Isaac. You'll be able to enjoy more of me. <laughs> more of me. Yeah 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 yeah. Right, I'm gonna clock off, mate. I'm gonna get some food. Um, you go enjoy your evening with your gal. Say hello from me. Send her all the Will love. Will do. And um, I look I look forward to your secret blog post. Ooh. ooh. Dun, dun, dun. I look forward yeah. to it, mate. Lots of love to you. Thank you so much right. for um, you, everything, as always. And I'll speak to, you, speak to you soon. Goodbye. All right, mate. Ciao, ciao. Bye. I have nothing else really to inform you on other than um, just a usual thank you every week of sticking with us, sticking by us, um, getting in touch and just letting us know things. I've had some people sharing lots. I've actually had a really good week of people sharing lots of things. I've been recommended podcasts. I've been recommended blog posts and had loads of help with how to do our blog posts. Now we've started doing them and I have no idea what I was doing at the start. And now I have learned a lot from, from that. So thank you to everyone that's just reaching out and, and reaching out that hand. Um, 
no, sorry, whilst I'm reaching out a hand, you guys are responding. So thank you very much. As always, we couldn't be here doing this without you guys. And um, I'm always very grateful for that. So thank you very much for listening. If you have any thoughts on um, motivation, then you maybe want to have a conversation with me. DM, DM me on uh, Instagram, George Jasman Holiday with two L's. And um, I will probably give you a voice note back and we can have a discussion because this is my favorite topic to talk about so oh also i wanted to get your opinion so we have the email list at the moment but i know a few people that actually have uh like a whatsapp they subscribe to like a whatsapp message and they i get one from a company called social chain i get one every day that has stats on social media and when big companies like Instagram or Facebook like do something, it's in, it's normally in that with a blog post that they've written up about um, whatever's gone on. And I, I just find it really interesting. But I was thinking like maybe there's something in that. And this might just literally, you might never hear this idea again after this podcast. But could it be something that you guys are interested in? Like I feel like emails are a little bit old school, which I'm still in on. Like emails still work. But I'm wondering if something like a, a WhatsApp message where it's just like an update with the links of whatever we've done that week and maybe like a little write-up doing it there rather than maybe on a um, um, an email might be a bit more portable whilst you're on your way to work. Something for you to read on the bus or, or wherever you are. Let me know. It's just an idea that I thought I might ping across to you. And if literally I hear from nobody, then you might never hear from me talk about that subject ever again. And I'll just stick to the emails. But when we're talking about moving along with the times and when we're all using WhatsApp so much, um, I figured maybe it was a good way for to notify you. With, I, I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but there must be a way to do it. Anyway, that's my idea of the week, something you can help me out with. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, take care until next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's vlog. And until next time, stay safe, look after each other, and remember, never stop creating. This is me.